Hello, everybody. This is Bites and Bits um, podcast. It's a little podcast that I like to do, just about anything and everything that comes to my mind in regards to teaching, in regards to coding, in regards to coffee shops, in regards to donuts, <laughs> in regards to whatever it is that I want. Um, so feel free to text me at 740-300-1684 if you have any questions on anything that I'm talking about. Um, oh, and you also hear a lot about AWS. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you. Hey everybody, so today is Monday, February 10th, and I just got done doing um, my little teals volunteering at Trimble High School, and it was a lot of fun. Um, what I kind of didn't really know what I was planning on doing when I came in, we, last time I was there, we was playing with Metaverse, which is like an augmented reality, and I thought it was a fun way to get um, students um, into coding, just like get them excited by the creativity possibilities, and then later on we can focus on how to actually code. Because sometimes if you're just, you know, if you're introduced to something purely through the coding standpoint, as opposed to the creativity standpoint, you kind of get lost in it. You get lost in the frustration and you get lost with the lack of ideas and motivation without the visual. Well, so that was kind of like I thought I was going to do whenever I came in. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm actually going to do that at the um, conference. I'm going to be doing a little roundtable at, you know, talking about how you can introduce concepts of coding through play. Learning to play and playing to learn. And so we talked about that, and then I went to, well, uh, that's what my plan was. Anyways, Metaverse, you know, kind of reinforced some of the concepts of things that you can create, like you can start with nothing and create something, and that's such an awesome feeling. So, but whenever I start, when I got there, and I was talking to the teacher of the class, um, Diana, and I was telling her about something that I did with another school that the students just really loved. And because we were talking about how sometimes the students, they get tired of the things like Scratch um, and some of the stuff where it's more drag and drop and then it's not really, you know, maybe, I don't know if it lacks a challenge or if it just seems too cartoony or what, but they get tired of the Scratch and um, the similar. So I was telling her about how I went to another school and I thought, you know, I was giving the, cho the students a choice between Scratch or you know something with actual hard coding with an ID in a graded developer environment, and um, the students chose the IDE, which I was really surprised, and they loved it because there's no GUI, there's no graphical user interface, um, short of just what you can see. Well, I guess there is a little bit of a GUI because it does some autocomplete and stuff, but it's very more syntax based and um, structural based as opposed to like the little cartoons and the drag and drop and things of that nature. And um, so we, we decided to go ahead and give it a try with um, over with the school, the students this morning. And they, I think they loved it. Like um, I was like one hearing aid shy of two full ears of hearing because one of my batteries went dead. But from what I could tell, from what I could hear, and from what I could see visually by the raise of hands and their engagement factor, they really enjoyed um, doing the hard coding on an IDE. And that is so much fun. You know, we, we kind of went to the very, very basics. I tried to explain what an HTML file, JavaScript file, and a CSS file was. 
um, with a comparison of something that might be a little bit more familiar with, like I compared HTML to a noun, CSS to an um, adjective, and the JavaScript as a verb. Some of them got that, you know, the comparison. Um, some maybe not so much, but that's, you know, trying to introduce it into something that they're already kind of familiar with. And so we, I introduced the concepts, of, like I said, of HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And then we kind of went over the syntax, like the, the opening tag and the closing tags on, you know, the HTML files. And all we did was like basically on um, the five levels of headings, H1, H2, H3, H4, and H5. And, but they got good at just practicing the concepts of seeing how, you know, the little typos matter. Um, letting the IDE do the autocomplete, which, you know, I asked them, it's like, why is that a good thing? They're like, you know, viewer mistakes. Exactly. Viewer typos. That's a good thing because those little mistakes will make or break it. And um, so it was a lot of fun. Like I said, we just kind of went over the H1 tags just so they can see the varying sizes of the biggest heading to the smallest heading. That's default. Um, and then, you know, the practicing of the opening plot tags and the closing tags. And then we even went into like how to embed an image from another source. Like I had them go online and just find an image and, um, you know, copy that source into, copy the image address into the IDE. And then we just kind of played with the width and the height. I was trying to get them into embedding an um, iframe for, from YouTube. And then we ran out of time, but um, while they was leaving, I asked them if they wanted to do the metaverse again, you know, the next time, or if they wanted to do uh, the IDE with REPL.IT like we were doing today. And they all chose like the one that we were doing today with the actual IDE, with the actual coding, and which is nice. I love that the fact that they're so excited about it and they're so into it. And I'm really, really grateful for um, Gabe, one of my students who shared this resource with me, because, you know, when I go to visit schools, a lot of them use Chromebooks, and um, which Chromebooks have some limited, you know, capabilities on being able to download anything. So, you know, with something like VS Code, which, you know, I use personally and my students use, you know, it does have limitations because it just, you can't download it on a Chromebook. But be having an online IDE such as REPL was fantastic. And I also love that it easily, you know, um, goes into GitHub. So if we get to the point where we're wanting to see what open source is and maybe fork something and let them see how those changes work and just a little bit learn a little bit more from, you know, other, uh, other projects that are out there from like the West Bosses and the, and the whatnot. You know, it's a great way for them to kind of see it and to build upon, like, how, you know, how building blocks in regarding to their knowledge and their uh, understanding of how websites are made. And another great thing about this whole REPL um, IDE is that the fact that there's so many different languages you can use. Um, one we're doing right now is HTML, CSS, and JavaScript for websites. But also, I'm looking forward to Python. As I gain in my skills as Python, um, I'm looking forward to actually utilizing that Python um, interpreter within REPL so that we can actually learn a little bit of Python. I mean, that is a little bit further down the road. I got to, you know, get my own skills under somewhat suitable <laughs> before I can you know, try to teach it to somebody else, you know. But 
I just love having those opportunities and a resource like REPL is such a fantastic tool whenever you're trying to teach something and sometimes the, the options and the resources out there are limited because of the technology. Um, this kind of levels the playing field so everybody can kind of learn, um, everybody can create and you know kind of lessens the digital divide a little bit. So this is Monday. It's a fantastic Monday and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. See ya. So thank you for listening to this podcast. Hopefully you had some good, great takeaways or just felt a little bit inspired um, by my love of whatever you just heard about because this is about basically what everything that I'm like passionate about, which is usually learning, coffee, AWS, or something along those lines. If you have any questions on anything regarding AWS, websites, apps, coding, whatever, um, feel free to text me, 740-300-1684. See ya.